Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Brand new season, brand new dawn for Formula One. It's the Bahrain Grand Prix. And it's lights out and away we go. We off the green, 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 this for my kids. Hi everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of Pit Stop Fracker. I am your host Anik and we're here to review the Brazilian Grand Prix where George Russell picked up his first win for Mercedes. And boy, did they celebrate late into Sunday night. We're here to talk all things Formula One. And I've got Richard, I've got Chris, and I've got a brand new guest on the show, Lawrence. Let me go to the regulars. Richard, how you keeping, brother? I'm all right, bro. I'm not too bad. Not too bad. Benefit um, to um, great weekend. Same as Formula One, to be fair. Maybe argue the best weekend of the whole calendar. You know, it's like August. It doesn't really um, disappoint, in it? It always comes up with surprises and... Um, Comes up a great racing, so I'm glad we got another classic this weekend. But um, yeah, I'm not too bad. How about yourself? Yeah, I'm alright. I'm alright. Um, fell down the stairs yesterday. Um, what? Because George crossed the line, and then you knew how to pay. No, I actually no, I actually fell down the stairs, um, and I busted my knee. But um, it may or may not have had something to do with George crossing the line. Um, but you, yeah. you, you was there just and I found out some money's I'm expecting a bit of sympathy. Uh, I'm expecting sympathy. What? Look, I'm just glad this bet's over. I have. That's all I'm gonna say. I've got my walking stick here. I've got my walking stick. So everyone that's on camera and join us on YouTube, I have my walking stick. I, this is no joke. I'm I'm seriously injured. Like, for one, can we just chill out on on the Twitter with all the quotes, uh, all the quote tweets, and the comments? And Nam, if you are listening, actually, if you're watching on YouTube, please, bro. You know, you'll get your gift. It might be. You know, Carver or something, but yeah, you'll get your gift. Um, yeah, as a bit of background to that, um, myself and Nan made a bet earlier in the year that uh, if Mercedes got a win, um, I would buy him a bottle of bubbly, and the bubbly being Carver, 
he seems to. Sorry, my walking stick just fell. It's, I'm going to have to struggle to pick it up now. But um, yeah, uh, Nam seems to think it's champagne, but no, it's a uh, prosecco or cava. Um, anyway, whilst I waffle on, Chris, uh, you, you you sat there, little smile on your face. How you keeping? Big smile, big smile. I came just for the occasion, you know. I had this t-shirt locked away for the whole entire season, waiting for this moment. Like, look at it. Can, can you just talk us through the t-shirt? So for oh, all the yeah, so it's literally George George Russell there. from carting up to his Mercedes seat for, for all the years. So like carting, F3, GP2, I mean F2, then in Williams, and now in the Mercedes, like the come up of the struggle, the grind. Because, you know, as the people in the rest of the cast would know, man's been backing George for forever, bruv. I remember last year we were doing Max and Leclerc shouts, yeah, in the group chat. And I brought up Russell's name, got laughed out the club, bruv. We're almost there, bro. We're almost there. Yeah, nice to hear it. Um, Coconut Chris is back. You were waiting for this moment, weren't you? So I'm, 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 I'm happy for you, um, and I'm happy for George. I really, really mean that. Uh, let's move on to our special guest, Lawrence. How are you keeping, brother? Yes, thank you. Firstly, for inviting me on. Obviously. Short notice, but I'm very grateful to be on. Um, I'm good. I'm fantastic, actually. For the for the for the viewers out there, I'm just oh, got a little yeah. bucket hat matching Chris. Then he's got sixty three engraved yeah. on it as well. So I'm so, um, I'm great. I'm great. I'm great. That's good, man. F- f- things things we like to hear. Um, what we do with all our guests on the show, we ask them a little bit about themselves. The little F1 story, why you're so into it. So, yeah, do you want to do you want to fire away? Yeah. Um, so, I'm initially Ferrari fan, then was McLaren. Um, yeah. Then just turned into straight Lewis fan, but Lewis and Lando are my guys. Um, I guess any bit of history, I raced Lando Norris in carts. Uh, many years ago now. Um, obviously, I wasn't anywhere near that level. But yeah, so I do that a lot in my spare time. Um, so I like to think I'm a fairly average judgment of uh, <laughs> racing incidents, as I'm sure we'll get on to. No, no, nice to hear. Nice to hear, Lawrence. Um, yeah, in, in case you didn't know, I'm actually the fastest man at Pit Stop because um, we were a little Allow it, session. bro. Enough. We, we actually had a little kind session a few months ago, and I am actually the fastest man at pit stop. So, yeah, I you suppose I need to take... red flag. I caused a red flag. No, I didn't. I was. I was trying to avoid. You're, you're shouting like your son. Yeah. The woman didn't put the camera on my helmet yeah, so I could because I had it in 4K. He was underneath the tire barriers. Yeah, just just lifted the entire <laughs> tire barrier. Tires all over the place. <laughs> I had to get out of the car and put the tires back on the side. Oh. He drives like the club, bruv. It's either fast or he's been in it, like, and you're like, mm. um, Lawrence, you, you drove with Lando Norris as well. Um, did you know that he'll be that much uh, of a terrorist the same way he was on the first lap with Leclerc? Was that was that was it was that characteristic of Norris, yeah? To be fair, yeah. Um, obviously, he's quite far ahead of me, but uh, these lot are aggressive, especially when you're younger, it's not a joke, so. 
he's taken many men out from a young age, which I saw as well. But I was too far wow. at the back, so. <laughs> Don't worry about it, man. So Lando, the terrorist, uh, future terrorist on the track. Um, before anyone takes that comment out of uh, our turn. All right, uh, Friday then. <laughs> Bro, anything can happen. Trust me. Um, qualifying Friday. Uh, K Mag stuck it on pole. Unexpected, weren't it, Chris? What happened there? Boy, I was on my knees. That was a that was a terrible time. K Mag stuck it on pole. Mick in the Mick was last. I was on my knees. I was getting caught left, right, and center. Um, yeah, but he did what he needed to do. Like K Mag's a good driver. The car heats up its tires well. I can't blame him. George binned it. So, like, you have to go out there and get the lap in. Like, that's how things are in qualifying in those conditions. You go out there, get your laps in, and don't do anything stupid. So, he did that and bagged himself a, a well-deserved P1. Like, he's cooked every time it's been wet conditions or mixed conditions in the in qualifying. So, like, in Canada as well, he did really well. And then there's one more race. I forget which one, but in mixed conditions there. He did, he did, he did his thing. I mean, th there wasn't really much to touch on for Q1 and Q2, but I think at the start of Q3, what we saw was that the rain was imminent. And, you know, whenever rain falls on F1 circuit, it can change conditions completely, change times completely. And just before the Q3 session kicked off, there I mean, a lot of the teams predicted that there would be rain um, in sort of the next two or three minutes, which kind of allowed them to maybe get an outlap done and then get one fast lap on the soft tyres. Ferrari, I, just, I think I gave up on Friday. Ferrari decided to send their fastest driver out, my boy Charles Leclerc, on intermediates. And he sat there waiting for the green light at the end of the pit lane for Q3 to start. And he's looking in his mirrors and he sees he's the only one on intermediate tyres. He then proceeds to go around on the outlap and the rain hasn't come down. Um, and once he finishes the outlap, he can see that, oh, you know what, I can potentially come into the pits, change for soft tyres, do another outlap, and then do a quick lap. Nope. He goes straight past the pit lane and decides to complete a quick lap. Well, a, a half-hearted attempt at a quick lap on intermediate tyres, and then decides to come into the pit lane, at which point George Russell bins it, um, at which point all the all the drivers would have gone round by that point and completed a quick lap. But from Ferrari's point of view, they completely had a howler there by putting Leclerc on the, on that intermediate set. So, Richard, go for it, man. I know, I know you wanted to get this off your chest. You know what? Off air, Richard was like, oh, what happened in the qualifying? I was like, oh, not much. Mind you, Ferrari messed up with Leclerc's tyres. He was like, oh, yeah, let me talk about that. Let me talk about that. So... Yeah, go on, Richard. I'll 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 let I'll let you cook, cook the Marinello boys. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I mean, this is just the as I said. I, I think Ferrari is now an entertainment um, establishment at this point because I don't understand how a big corporation like Ferrari can get it wrong every single weekend and there's not no repercussions. To be fair, I keep hearing rumors on TMZ that Benotto might get sacked, but it's all air to me. Unless DJ Vlad is confirming, I, I I don't want to know. I can't lie to you. I don't want to know. But um. Yeah, it was just, it was just funny. Like, I shout to the photographer, whoever it was, managed to get the picture of uh, Charles at the start of the queue in the pit lane, 
And him just looking back on his mirrors, him on inches and everyone on slicks, and he's like, yeah, it's happened again. They fucked me over. Because obviously Ferrari somehow anticipated that there was going to be rain, I think, in like in five, ten minutes time or whatever, by the time Charles went to go out. And then it didn't happen. And Martin Brundle actually said on commentary, um, you should go out on the tyres the way the track is now, not what you're anticipating. And that's right. They should, exactly. like, they should have went out on slicks instead of thinking, ooh, I'll try to do big brain and then go out on inters. Next thing you know, he, he, he's fucked. Like, he knows it, to be fair. He, he's fucked. I can't put that on Charles, but, you know, because he doesn't have much of a mouth to speak up, this is what's going to happen. Because with Carlos, that wouldn't run. But, hey, maybe there's more politics involved that um, he's allowed to speak up, or maybe that's just his character. But, hey, yeah, who, who, who knows, isn't it? So this is what I've been critical of Leclerc as well this year. Like, he needs to take it on himself to make those decisions. Same thing happened in uh, Hungary when they put him on hard tyres. He could actually make that decision there as well to say, "Yeah, look, this is what I what kind of this is the tyres I want." In Monaco as well, he could have switched straight from the intermediates to the slicks, the same way Science was doing it. And also in the British Grand Prix as well, I know there was a tyre issue there that he, he could have managed. And on Martin Brundle's point, you deal with the track as it is there and then. Like if you're gonna if if it does, if you're waiting at the end of the pit lane on soft tyres and it starts chucking it down with rain the moment you leave, then you can just tiptoe your way around, come in, put on the set of intermediates and go again. It just made absolute zero sense to put him on the intermediates from the start. It was just it was just an absolute catastrophe. Um, Lawrence, happy for K-Mag, yeah? All good? Happy for Yeah, him. I think... Just a just a point. I think we get so we get the same results quite often. We get the same pole sitters. We get the same top three from the same three teams. I think it was just really nice moment to get someone different, someone completely unexpected. You see what it meant to the whole team. I mean, even you know we we question what the point of that team is in terms of you know they don't get a lot of funding. They're not there challenging. But it showed actually, no, it, you know, these guys are here. They are working hard. Um, so I think it was just a good feel-good moment. Actually, that's, to me, what F1's about, more so than two people going for pole every week. So it was just a really nice feel-good moment. And it felt refreshing, to be fair. Yeah, it was nice, especially to see the Haas guys on the pit wall, going to Stein on the phone, celebrations there. Um, if only Mick could have done a little bit more. Yeah? Yeah, Chris? Bruv, your guy went out on intermediates on a dry track, bruv. He, where, where's his responsibility? No, no. Because the thing is, we have to start holding Charles accountable, yeah? Damon Hill said himself, you have to hold man accountable. When too many dumb decisions are happening, yeah, you you as a driver cannot be like, oh, this makes no sense. Like, I remember a whole tweet, yeah, about Charles Leclerc going faster in wet conditions in 2018 in the Alfa Romeo, yeah, being a thing. And now he's going out on intermediates. Come on, man. There's got to be a point where you hold Charles accountable. Like you said, hold your boy accountable. Don't I, worry about I, for, 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 for that, I've held him accountable. I rec- I think he's quick, but I don't think he's got it in him to tell the, the pit bull, do this and do that. The same way science does. Science has got that in him to say, look, guys, we're going to be doing this. Even yesterday in the race, he asked him straight, are we doing a two-stopper or three-stopper? And I think he turned around at the time and said, no, he told the team, are we doing a two-stopper or three-stopper? Because then he knows how to manage the tyres. And he was a bit firm with, you know, his words there to say, yeah, look, this is what we're going to do. 
I think that's him. something Charles needs to develop. Yeah, because the thing is, his age mates have that ability as well. Because we've seen George speak to the Mercedes guys, go like, we've seen him bad them up, bruv. He'd be, he'd be like, this is the worst decision you've ever made. Like, you've got to talk to these men and let them know that you're a serious guy. Like, if everyone's done it, it's, it's only Charles where you just be like, oh, and then he's trying to copy Max's phrase and be like, beautiful, effing beautiful, bruv. Make your own lines, bruv. You're copying bars, like. True. True. I'm 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 not gonna dispute that at all. He he needs to have that. He needs to have, he needs to develop that characteristic. Um and if he don't, then this is we're just gonna can see can see this happening again and again and again. Because Ferrari ain't gonna sort it out. And to be honest with you, bro, when when I saw that radio that the radio that sh- that had the exchange of events of when he was gonna come into the pit lane and not, and then the time it took to change those tires. You can't defend that. Like that is just, that's just absolutely criminal. Absolute, absolutely criminal. I mean, oh my god. Uh, Anik, Thank let God me ask they you made up noise. for it in the race, yeah, because that was that was terrible. Anik, let, let me ask you something. Yeah, why is Charles so scared to speak? All is because you know you work in Mandal, right? So as you do say, surely you've <laughs> seen some rumors and like you got some intel that why he doesn't like to speak up. Because how can not the, he's not new, but the new guy per se in Carlos was has been like that from the jump, like speaking up, challenging. Look, even the Silverson was bad in the teams. Obviously, like, oh yeah, stop inventing, stop inventing. I can't picture Charles even imagine to say something like that. He was trying to get a bit cheeky on on Sunday with something, but he wasn't really like he has chest made we in here. So Anik, you know, you so as an amount of employee, allegedly, why doesn't Charles like to challenge his um, the pit wall? Well, first of all, with my surname being Palmer, I do actually have Italian roots somewhere there. So yeah, mm. I, I do have I do have close roots to Italy. But B- I think, on hype. coming back, <laughs> coming back to your original question, um, I feel as though I feel as though Charles is quick. He and I think he knows he's quick, but I think it's the ability to turn around and say, "Yeah, look, guys, we're going to do this strategy and actually de- deliver on it." So let's say. Mid race, he goes. Oh, you know what, guy? Actually, you know what? Let's go back to Monaco. If he, they started on intermediate. No, they started on full wets, and they went. and And the best strategy was to go to slick tires. If he had said, you know what, guys, we're on wets right now, and the team's telling him come in for intermediates, he could be like, no, I want to go straight from wets to softs. And if he could turn around and say that and actually back it up by winning a race or making that strategy pay off, it would, he could be like, yeah, you know what? It worked fine. But I think from Leclerc's point of view, he might be a little bit scared to tell the team, do this or do that and not have it pay off for him. So again, I think it's just a trait and characteristic that he needs to learn. Um, And, and I'm sure in due course it will come. It has to, because the more and more he's playing, you know, nice guy and Mr. Acceptable on the team, that's just not going to work out for him. Um, and we've seen it, so yeah, that's how that's how I see it. Um, let's move swiftly on to qualify uh, the sprint race, though. Nice to see a bit of action on Saturday, yeah, with, with the with the sprint race. Um, oh, George, George Russell, George Russell won that as well. Oh my god, the guy. Hold on, did he get fastest lap as well yesterday? George Russell got fastest lap. You sprint on. race. He cooked. 
Hold tight. So he, he ended up with 34 points this weekend. Cooks, man. Oh Cooks, oh God. All right. Well, yeah, I've given it away. George Russell won the sprint race um, from Carlos Sainz. Ham- was it? Was that the sprint race? Yeah. Carlos Sainz came second. Hamilton came third. Um, yeah. Let me come to you, uh, Chris, on this. Um, how do you reckon that sprint race went? Uh, obviously, with Max Verstappen's tyres be you know into the mediums. In hindsight, that was the incorrect decision, wasn't it? It was the incorrect decision, but I think Red Bull this weekend just didn't get it right. They didn't. It's a similar situation that happened in Austria where they. It was a sprint race weekend. They did the setup. It wasn't cooking, and they didn't have time to fix it. So. It's a case of they had the setup wrong, so they went really conservative and with the medium, thinking, "Ah, oh, the soft tires will burn out." They didn't burn out, and he just and his mediums fell away as well. So it was looking all kinds of spooky for him. George did what he needed to do, which is basically don't tangle with Magnussen when fighting Max. Keep it clean because you know if you're pressuring someone for that long, like you're gonna get him. So he kept it clean, didn't make no mistakes, and then brought brought it home. Obviously, yeah, it was a good drive for him. And then Sainz did, like, fight for his life to overtake Max as well, which led to a bit of contact, which which was just the killer of Max's race. That was when he was done, done. Front wing gone, you know. So, Yeah. Yeah, I thought I thought that was actually pr- pretty good from George as well because, you know, obviously Magnussen was going to come down the order. Max got him early, but Max didn't get away. He literally did not get away. George kept him in touching distance, and I thought the longer the sprint race was going on, and it was, I think it was quite a while into the sprint race before um, George actually got him, and I think he tried a couple of times. Obviously, Max used the power of that Red Bull to sort of keep him at bay down into. What's that? What's that corner called? Crofty always says it. Acida de Lago or something like that. Yeah, I was going to say Junkau. Junkau. That's it. Um, I just wanted an excuse to say that. Um, but yeah, <laughs> down into Junkau. <laughs> down into Junkau. Max Max held him off. I think twice. But then eventually, um, George George got him there. So yeah, I I, I can't say anything anything against George for that. It was a it was a good drive. Um, Lawrence, talk to me about um, the guys in 8th, ninth, and 10th. So Perez started 8th, right? Lewis ninth, Leclerc 10. I think it was that way. But um, they managed to mm-hmm. fight their way through the field. Uh, they ended up 5th. Yeah. Well, Perez Lewis finished 5th. Le- yeah, Lewis 3rd and Leclerc 6th. So, yeah, what did you make of... Would you um, make that fairly straightforward think, considering where they started? Yeah, I think so. I think Lewis's pace was quite was quite impressive. Obviously, the Mercedes clearly the fastest car this weekend. Um, I think obviously he picked up the pieces between Carlos and and Max. So I wouldn't say any of his moves were particularly impressive in the sprint, but I think it was kind of just damage limitation from those guys. Um, it was a bit. I would say it's a little worrying that. Charles, every time this guy's behind Sergio, he's just he's just sitting there doing this. Um, yeah. 
what I don't know what it is because it's not it's not particularly like Sergio's particularly scary opponent. Um, but yeah, that was probably the only disappointing thing I think from the, from those three was Charles didn't seem to be aggressive enough um, and spent a little bit too much time fighting with Lando. But otherwise, I think it was just job done from them. There's nothing more to be kind of said really. I think Lewis did well to hold third, and that was about it. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, you know, the top three teams finished, you know, P1 to six. There was no, you know, driver that, that came in there that, that you wouldn't have expected to. Um, I would especially... I would just I would just say that that's the problem with the sprint that I have is you get a result like Magnussen and Lando up there and the sprint just reverses that within 20 laps. I, yeah. It doesn't. It do, And then all the achievement, all that buzz and excitement and is gone within 10 laps it's gone uh, that's a bit I think needs to change long term but yeah yeah I suppose the sprint does well for fast drivers and fast cars to make their way through the field but it doesn't do much for you know the outliers the anomalies to maybe hold position um, and to be honest by the time what was it 25 laps or so kind of just evened itself out um, so yeah let's let's move on to the race Wait, 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 Addict, Addict. Before we move on to race, there's two things, yeah? One, we need to talk about Alpine, yeah? And Alonso's disaster class, yeah? Because that was shameful. Shameful. Man blamed Ocon for driving into man on the main straight, bro. Like, Ocon didn't move. He drove straight into man. Take us uh, through that, then. So, at the start, yeah, he tries to go around Ocon on the outside, and Ocon's trying to fight with Lando. And um, who was Lando fighting with? Maybe Lewis or Charles. 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 I thought it was Charles, yeah. So it was one of those guys, yeah. They were fighting it out. And then Alonso's trying to go around the outside of Ocon, who's trying to make a move. And and then the kiddie, those running out of space, instead of just giving up, man, man skids on the curb and crashes into his teammate, damaging his side pod. Then later on, you come out the final corner, you have a run on him, you're in the slipstream. And you will grow right into the back of your teammate, damaging his car further, damaging your car, and then you're blaming him. And then obviously, you know how Alonso fanboys are. Every word, Mahad, Mahad, Mahad. You know the straight is not a straight, bro. They all turn there. Come on, come on, dog. Like, like, like. I see the comment, man. No, 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 no. It's a straight that's not really straight. So, anyway. We know the vibes. Like you know that you have to go on the outside. Let's be honest. Ocon's going to defend his position. You go around the outside. It's as simple as that. The fact he took so late to actually pull out, yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit mad. Like it's your teammate. You give him a bit of extra room when you're competing with them. So I, I don't get it. I don't, I don't get it. It was a disaster class. He moaned on the radio, and then he, the Spanish Armada, yeah, were all in Ocon's mentions, Alpine's mentions, saying all sorts of horrible things. Like the Alpine, um, what you call it? The Alpine account got as cooked as much as the GQ account did today, bruv. It was horrible. So boy, that was a disaster class. And also, you know how Anik talked about Mick qualifying last year in the sprint race, made up eight positions, real driving, real hooping. Yeah, that's real that was good hooping. actually. That was very good from that was very good from Mick. Um, he ended up quite close to Magnuson come the end of it, didn't he? Yeah, though. Um, 12th and 8th. Yeah. Recovery drive you know. from a shoot. Mm, Adetage, F1 Adetage. I will speak on Schumacher as well. Don't worry, Chris. Is, oh, so I see one last thing, one last thing, one last thing. You see Lance Stroll, yeah? That terrorism is scary, bruv. 
he almost ended Velo's yeah, career. That was that was that was dangerous. That was real. But didn't you think Vettel was, was on the grass for a bit long there? Yeah, because you back up. Yeah, but what could, what could he have done there exactly? Like yeah, man trying to claw into like what what's the man to do? I can't wait for Stroll and Alonso next year. <laughs> it's gonna be pull up and crash. Why not? You were waiting for it this year. It will be happy. It will definitely happen next year with those two. Um, Chris, you 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 made a few points when it came to uh, the sprint race. Any more? This is this is your pod, bro. This is this is this is George's. No, there's, nothing, there's nothing left. I think we've covered everything. Everything that's important. Like, there's no, the sprint, there's yeah. no other major incidents. So, yeah, mm-hmm. we're good to move on to the race now. Yeah, actually, no. Coming back to that, does if you win on the sprint race, does that count as a win? By the way, depends on who no? wins. <laughs> hey, sprint race is qualifying. No cares, it. bro. It's not a win. Okay, so at that point, George Russell didn't have a proper win. Yeah. yeah? So, like, let's say, let's say, if K Mac had won the sprint race, it counts as a win because it's that's something crazy. But for the top, the guys doesn't really count. Fair enough, fair enough. But George Russell managed to convert it on Sunday. Uh, well, Hamilton was taken out. Max was out of the running. Um, Leclerc was down the order. So, yeah, basically done what he needed to, didn't he, Chris? Big man, it's the first legal race win of the year. We have the cost cap. This guy is so, so shameless. First legal. What, what do you mean by first legal race win of the year? That's 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 one more than a certain Ferrari driver. Mm. Yeah, like your boy, yeah. Running man off the road in in with their legal engine. How you have a legal engine? You're running man off the road. What's going on? That wasn't a legal engine in 2019, by the way. It was, bro. They signed an NDA, bro. Is that Michael Massey, bro? When you're signing NDAs, yeah, you've done something wrong, yeah, and it's a mad thing, but no one can like confirm it. So it's like sign the paperwork. Pay a fine and give over some data, and then you know we'll keep it quiet. We'll keep it pushing. Yeah, like like Kanye West with the school, he, he made all the people sign NDAs. So, <laughs> hey, I guess we'll me... never know. That's that's my rebuttal to that. I guess we'll never know. Um, but yeah, Chris, talk me through that. Talk me through that maiden win for for George Russell. He, he did. He did like nothing wrong. It was a fl- it was a form of performance. He did nothing wrong. We now have a oh yeah, thank you, Celia. We have a better conversion rate than than Charles Leclerc. 50%. Oh my god! Like, Where did that come? Mm-hmm. Right, you know, let's stop. This is nothing. No, 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 no. <laughs> All right, this is nothing to do with Leclerc. This is all about George Russell. Please talk to him about Russell. Don't bring any hey, other drivers into it. Crazy dog. By the way, Leclerc has wins. Yeah, not win wins. But none of them are legal. Yeah. P2 in the championship. He's P2 in the championship. Against that institution, Red Bull, he's the only one. He's the only shining light this year. Him and Ferrari are the only ones that have taken it to Red Bull. Where was Mercedes the whole year? Hey, it's Mars. Mars has returned. So we just got a comment uh, on the YouTube live. Can't believe the luck of that guy. Mars left the group chat. Was it Saturday he left the group chat? Yeah, yeah. yeah, Come back, Mars, man. Come back. Um, so I think he knew what was coming. Um, but Chris, third time, talk me through that race win. Don't bring Leclerc into this. Just talk me about George Russell. I'm not going to lie, yeah. I missed the, the start of the race. 
my man was in church praying for the Mercedes boys. Yeah, because like in, it had to be today, bro. We've had too much pieces of nonsense going on, yeah. And we had Verstappen crashing into Lewis. We had a water leak in George's car, but everything held out and they brought home a one-two. All of the nonsense, Lando Norris's engine going kaput, you know, K-Mag and, and Ricardo having whatever the hell that was. Like, I'm just happy that everything came home. They both drove great. Jaws was flawless at the front. Lewis came through from the back. Fantastic work. Like, this, It was real driving, you know, and that you're under pressure from a seven-time world champion, one second behind you, made no mistakes. But we can't, we can't vote a guy for it. Like, even his setup where he put more wing on the car to be a fast and set to two, it played in his favour. So every little thing worked well for him. Like, you can't fault him. There's, it's real driving. And the fact that, the thing that I appreciate the most is, at the end of the race, he was the one that bigged up Lewis. You see the rest of the Mercedes, man, were talking about, oh, we worked so hard. George was like, no, nah, Lewis was leading this team. Like, he was testing me, pushing me. He's made me better. I respect that. Like he he knows he knows who the who the he knows who the who the guy is, and he's trying to you know he's trying to he's match above that, him right? in the, but, but he's he's above Lewis in the championship. Though. That doesn't mean anything. He knows it doesn't mean anything. They've both said said it doesn't mean anything when you're fighting for like P five, P six, P four, and championship. It doesn't mean nothing. It only means something when you're one and two in the championship. Until that day, they're working together to get to the top. Then they can fight. Until so when then... science, so so I need to bring it back to science and Leclerc now. So when Leclerc and science were battling for like P five and P six, and one finished above the other last year, doesn't matter then, does it? No, it doesn't matter because it's a bit oh, different. No, it does. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Then it matters. Okay, okay. Yeah. Lewis Hamilton okay. is clearly the number one. It's that. It's it's one of those things where when someone's clearly the number one, it, it doesn't matter. But when it's what you call it, um. When you're two, you're two young alpha guys, yeah, then it matters. So obviously, yeah, you know. But but George has been leading Lewis the whole season, and he has a race win now that Lewis doesn't in this season. And Lewis has won a race every single year. Boy, that's on Mercedes. That's on Mercedes. We we all watched. We all watched them. We all watched the what's called it the Dutch Grand Prix where Mercedes shat the bed. We watched in Mexico, they shat the beggar again. Like we need to we need to stop like saying, oh Lewis doesn't want to. this this has been a disgraceful season. Lewis has carried the team. Like obviously they've both worked together to do it and both put in work, but no 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 no. And also the fact that since obviously since Lewis has stopped the experiments, he's outpointed George. I think it's probably like 20 points or something like that off the top of my head. It's about 20 points, the, the points difference between them since then. So that's most of the gap between the two of them has been since after um, Canada. So, mm-hmm. boy. Boy, all, all I've got to say is that people are expected Leclerc to win the championship this year. I expect it to be an Abu Dhabi showdown with a certain Red Bull driver. And he's now doing it with the other Red Bull driver. That's all I've got to say. Okay. Listen, Thank you very holidays. much for that, Richard. I appreciate it. Um, Lawrence, um, let's talk a little bit more about George. Um you know, he led from the safety car restart. Uh, 
you know, he nailed the pit stops. He made sure he wasn't overcut, undercut. He managed to get back to second. Um, yeah, just just talk me through, you know, his his sort of driving ability there. What did you make of it? Um, quite um, mature, yeah. I think, yeah. So let's disregard the the binning it in a in qualifying. Um, let's just so if you go from the sprint, I think quite mature battle with Max. Um, it was quite interesting because I haven't, since F2 anyway, I haven't rated his wheel-to-wheel uh, ability that much. But it was interesting that twice he tried the same thing, didn't work. But on the third occasion, he showed a lot of understanding in the moment. So he set him up similar to how Lewis did last year. Um, stayed in the slipstream long enough. And it was just, that to me showed, okay, so he's actually learning within each lap, which I think you can get ahead of steam and, you know, you, you with Max, you to go around the outside is quite a big, almost impossible thing to be able to do. So that was quite impressive. And I think in the race, just everything was thrown at him. So you've got two safety car restarts. And at Brazil especially, it's you've got such a massive, massive long straight. Um, it reminded me a lot of Lewis doing safety car restarts. Um, it was just time to perfection. Lewis couldn't react, which is quite surprising. Um, I think just well managed. There was no drama. There was no um, getting caught up in emotions. There was the one bit, I think it was quite funny, where my man was begging for his life that they wouldn't fight. Um, <laughs> the guy was crying. It was definitely like brown flagged. Like this guy was, yeah, I'm not going to use the words, but um, yeah, he was, he was sweating. So, that was probably the one thing I think was was quite. You could tell the lack of experience there, which I get. You're going up against arguably the greatest driver of all time. You're going to want to, him to just sit there, but then he might, as you said, as you pointed out, you managed the gap. Lewis never even had a sniff, and I think that's the greatest kind of um, compliment you can pay to him is that Lewis was on fire and he still couldn't dent him. Um, I just think perfectly well managed. It shows how far he's come. Um, yeah, a bit, a lot more mature than um, some other drivers, which I'm sure we'll get onto in a bit. Thank you. Um, last but not least, Richard. Um, why are you so quiet? That's a comment that came in. Why are you so know, quiet? You, you haven't asked me no questions. So, um, but you don't have to highlight it. I'm like, Jesus Christ. No, I mean, uh, so you what, jumped what, in what's... earlier. Oh, you are you jumping with Leclerc slander when you want? You don't have to oh, be. Come on. That, that's my that's my brand, bro. Come on, that's that's edited right there. That's my brand, bro. But um, yeah, but what what you want me to ask, Sonny? Go on. So about George. Well, where do you stand with George? Yeah, well, where do you stand with George? Because you didn't leave the group chat, nor were you, you know, propping him up like the greatest thing since sliced bread. So, what would you make of George? Where do you stand on him? Um, as a driver, I am a fan of George. To be fair, um. I do understand he's had moments this season where he's he's you know maybe showing signs a bit of a bozo gene, you know. Um, Cota is one incident. Um, it's been a couple more as well. Obviously, it's been a long season. Can't remember everything. Um, but I think yesterday, at least over the weekend, showed that he is knocking on the door to being well potentially being on in the elite category. I only put Max and Lewis there at this moment in time, to be honest with you. Because um, obviously there's a lot of debate between him and Norris, who's better. Obviously some people say he's Norris, some people say George. I don't think it's agreed just if you pick either or. 
But I think George really showed his class yesterday, really and truly. At least, I know, of course, Lewis had um, a damaged card and whatnot, but to at least not let him get within DRS range, to be fair, I thought it was a, an excellent performance, to be fair. Um, I, I am a fan of him. I do have a bit of prop, but I'm not... Um, I said, I'm, I'm not a mart, but I'm like, you know, fuck him. He's going to ruin my life. I'm not like on Christmas <laughs> level where it's like, I'm going to get him PR six feet tattooed on my chest. I'm, I'm not like that. I'm kind of like, set <laughs> was a sense of right or something, whatever they call in politics. Um, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, he's 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 best of the rest. He's in he's in that below category, to be honest with you. But we need to see if, if Mick been the car next year, if he can be in a title battle, if he's in that elite category. He's not there yet, but He's showing small source signs that he could be. So yeah. Yeah. Um because you've been so quiet, Richard, I'm gonna ask you another question now. Um Lewis Hamilton got the Brazilian citizenship this week. A lot going on in the media, happy for him. The Brazil crowd love him. We love him at Brazil. Uh last year, what he'd done was <sighs> monumental for me. That's probably the greatest Grand Prix I've ever seen. Um how do you reckon he felt last night? Um, it's a funny one, isn't it? Because obviously, depending on you ask, some people say, "Oh, yeah, he, he's pissed off. He wasn't too happy about it." Others are like, "Oh, look how happy he is for his teammate." Blah blah blah. I think it's a bit of like a fifty-fifty because it's like I'm sure he is happy for George in that regards, but there's also maybe a bit of internal frustration that he hasn't managed to get that win this season. To be fair. And it's not really due to any fault of his own. It's just due to, as you know, obviously he's been experimenting early in the season, which which he needed to do. And without those experiments, we probably don't get this, this one two in Brazil, really and truly, to be fair. So at least he can see the fruits of his labour live in the flesh. But it can't, I understand if, and he's never going to say it publicly, I understand if there is a bit of frustration within him that obviously he didn't get the win yesterday. Especially for us, you know, it's his second home crowd now, to be fair. But there's probably a bit of optimism next year. Say, okay, we're on the right track. If we keep up this progression, this development, we can have a championship um, contending car for next year, to be fair. And at least he knows he'll have maybe a teammate that'll probably do a better job if need be than Bottas. If it comes to scenarios where, let's say, yes, like hold off Max and blah, 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 this, that, and the third sort of thing. So it's, it's probably, it's probably, it's a weird, it's a weird situation to be in, tonight to be in, because it's like, you're happy for your teammate, but you're pissed off that you couldn't get that dub. And, you know, and you say it's publicly, oh, I'm not really asked about the record, but I think he looked here though, to be fair. Because it's what, it's it's over a year now since he got his last win, is it? I don't know if it was in Saudi Arabia, was it was his last win, I think it was. So, yeah. no, I think I could, it was, could, it, was it Qatar, Saudi? I think it was one of the two. I don't know. Yeah, it was one of the two. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's got so many. I mean, he, he's won races and worse cars as well. So it's probably that bit of frustration as well. But yeah, it's it's 50-50. But uh, if you manage to get a, a dub in Abu Dhabi, then he's laughing on him. Anna, froze. Oh, sorry, I'm back again. It cost a living crisis. Bro. Oh, that you know, was... Oh, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, it's, bro, it's I, I, you know, I, bro, I, 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 I had to top up the electric meter. Yeah, yeah that's I what was, it is. Yeah, that one's, yeah. yeah, yeah. One, you froze just like child in a race. Damn. Oh, Shit, uh, my... 
um yeah um March just came through and told us that Saudi was his last win um I suppose on that thanks for all the comments that are coming on YouTube we see certain people are waiting on certain um drivers to be spoken about and teams we will be doing that don't worry don't worry um just one last question on Lewis I'm gonna ask you this Chris did Max on lap seven crashing into Lewis cost Lewis of a race win most likely, yes. Yes, because it took Lewis from 2nd to 8th. Yeah, I think Lewis, if Lewis and George were battling for, let's say, the 60-odd laps, Lewis is definitely getting him. doesn't mean Lewis will gap him by 50 seconds or something crazy like that, but he'll get man. The pressure will get him. It's a, it's a lot. And like... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. It's one of those things where it's really unfortunate that we've never, not even once this season, have we ever seen Lewis and George really go at it and really have a proper, you know, back and forth. Just to show man levels, you know, and just to see how good certain men are. But yeah, like... Even Max Verstappen even admitted it's like him crashing into into um, Lewis cost him the race. So it's like one of those things where it's like it cost Lewis a lot, and it's one of those things. I'm just tired. I'm tired of that of that guy and his fans and all of the sorts. But yeah, but it's unfortunate and like. Hopefully, Lewis is able to come through on 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 in this Sunday, and you know we all enjoy a Lewis victory properly this season. Like you know, he's deserved it. He's put in the work, and he deserves it. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, like he's been F one so long, and exactly what Richard said. You know, he's won races in in worse cars than that. So, yeah, it would it, it would leave a sour taste if you don't win. I kind of don't uh, agree. This is the worst car I've ever driven. That is 2009? I think 2009, they fixed it. They fixed that car and made it good. That's why he capped off some race wins. This one but is just... It's awful. not. This one's not trash, yeah? I mean, it's coming from me. Like, they've led races. They've got pole positions. They've been in, you know, race-winning situations as well. Um, That's because you have think... the best two... When you have, like, the best driver combination on the grid, you, you pull out some silly results. Is that how last year... Um, Ferrari, when Ferrari had the best driver combination on the grid, they pulled out some extra silly results and then they beat McLaren in the end. The car's mm-hmm. not good. It's it's slow in a straight, it's hard to race. It's like, okay, you can pull good lap time, but when it comes to actual racing, it's So if the really car's not bad. good, so Chris, if the car's not good, then did Russell deserve to win the race? It's one where if this was not a sprint weekend, Red Bull sort out their issues and Max wins the race. But because it's a sprint weekend, 
and they only had free practice one. Merck nailed the setup. Max got it wrong. The, the Red Bull got it wrong. So it gave them opportunity. And then the Ferrari cooks its tyres. So after 20-odd laps, the Ferrari will fall back. So even if the Ferrari are competitive, they'll fall backwards. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was like a perfect scenario for Mercedes. So again, so it's like, yeah, it's, the car's not good. It's gotten, yeah, I like think- said, it's gotten better, but... It's, it's not good. I think it's concerning that um, your car finally look comp- looks competent in the penultimate race of the year. And this is a 23 race, 23 race calendar, whatever it is. That's, that's, that's my opinion. It has progressively got better, but it's been like a slow progression. So the, the, the car's all right because you do get podiums and it has contender for the winner bit. But in the grand scheme of things, it's not great compared to at least previous makes, to be fair. And as I said, this is the first but, time but then, this, this season it's still competent. With that Brazil, Annick, like, come on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, yeah. You know, the thing is... But, even but, in but, the but then you also got to consider, like, have Red Bull and Ferrari just started focusing, well, for the past couple of months, just focusing on next year? Oh, Ferrari definitely yeah, have of course Red they have. Bull on. So, so I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, What's, I the, think, point? What's the, the point in them going for... Yeah, go on, go for it, Lawrence. Just the one thing it draws me back to is if you remember 2020 at the end obviously Merck had obviously won the title all clear but Red Bull right at the very end in Abu Dhabi Max won it by 35 seconds or something like that and it was just a, it was just the smallest sign that for next year they're cooking something now this reminds me a bit of that was that 2020 Red Bull car was quite difficult to drive although they won two races with Max and it just reminds me a little bit of like they've just found they've just unlocked it right at the end. Like they I mean, you, you know, Chris is right about the sprint race and I don't think they would have won and I Red Bull would have figured it out in if it was just a regular weekend. But there was quite a big differential there anyway. So I think if, if in Abu Dhabi they come again and Lewis wins by however many seconds or Russell, then I think you look at next year and think, right, there's there's something there. Um if they finish 25 seconds behind uh, Max Abu Dhabi, then yeah, probably a flash in the pan. Um, but it just gives me the the hint that there's they they figured it out after 22 races, which is obviously way too late. Mm. A question came in from Celia W. Thank you, Celia W. You've been in the comments um, the whole stream, so we really appreciate it. Um, what do you? What do y'all think the light livelihood of a win in Abu Dhabi? I thought she means like Li- likelihood. Win in Abu yeah, Dhabi. Yeah. yeah, I know, I know. I'm just reading the comment word for word, and then I'm falling onto the correction, which is likelihood. Um, Richard, likelihood of I'm, I'm assuming that's a W13 uh, likelihood of a W13 win in Abu Dhabi. Um, hmm. I don't know why. I, I well, I expect it to be in contention, but I'm not going to see say it's a definite dub because Red Bull is still Red Bull, really and truly. To be honest with you, um, I'd say um, they can at least maybe get I don't know P two. Did I say it? At least whether they get a dub, I don't know. Maybe George needs to like Clark and some Maxis on. Maybe maybe that's needed. But um, 
Yeah, I'd, I'd say they're in decent contention. If I'm looking at the trajectory of the whole season, at least from when the experiment stopped, at least how competent they've been this weekend, I'd say they're in decent contention to get a win. But I can't say for sure. Fair enough. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, world champion Max Verstappen will probably want to win the final race of a season that he's basically dominated. Um, Max, on Sunday evening, turned around and said um, he knew Lewis Hamilton, well, he suggested he knew Lewis Hamilton wouldn't move uh, when they went side by side. So he just went for it. Um, He didn't really care, did he, when he went side by side with Lewis, did he, Um, Chris? He just thought, fuck it, I'm just going to go for this. Yeah, like there's it's an actual thing now that he does race Lewis differently to everyone else. Mm-hmm. And before I used to think it was like a thing of like, oh, you know, because the other people are just as insane as him. Like he knows that if he tries a move with George, George will gonna smash him off the road. Or if he mm-hmm. tries it with Charles, Charles will smash him off the road. It's the same way that when I watched him with in Silverstone against Mick, where he knew that Mick had to get those points that he just like, I can do this mad thing and you have to back out. I think mm-hmm. he's trying to do it with Lewis, where Lewis before used to back out, but now he stopped backing out. They're crashing. And then I think they both know with one and another. It's like, I'm just going to do this move anyway, even though I know you're not going to give me space and we're going to crash. Simple I don't as. care. So he's just going to keep on crashing into man. And it's, it's quite disgusting. You know what? Yeah. Word to Ant. I think Ant was the one that said it at the start of the year. I think he suggested that Max races Lewis differently than he does to anyone else. And I think we've always had that in our minds, uh, especially when Max has gone battled with George this year, Leclerc, I think even Science a couple of times. He does race them differently. Um, and yeah, yesterday just, just crystallised it. Like, you got given a five-second penalty, but he was just... He just went... So it slam dunk into Lewis, and it was like, oh my god, like you really ruined his race here. Um, but yeah, um, talk me through uh, what you thought of that as well, Lawrence. That that incident, and obviously Max's comments, Lewis's comments in the aftermath of that. Uh, right, let me take this off quickly because um, it's kind of twofold. So one, I hundred percent agree with what Chris is saying, and then you look at if you, you know if anyone has been racing he races exactly as you do in carts and it is basically i'm here and you're going to deal with it one way or the other we're going as you said multiple times we're going to crash or you're going yeah you're going to kind of yield and just back out which lewis last year did five six seven times um uh i think credit to lewis this time he just left it there and thought whatever will be will be um i do think lewis could give a tiny bit more space but this this entitlement from Max that he has on the track is is bizarre. It's like I'm here, and that's it. And is I mean, it might change when he grows up. Um, he is only 25, but it's like you can't just you you place your car there, you launch it off the curb into someone, and say, "Well, he don't." He, I, I knew immediately there was no intention for us to race. So, but then his instant reaction is then we're just going to crash. And I just think, you know, this is someone who apparently nearly died in Silverstone. Um, to have that mantra is just, is just bizarre. And I think, you know, I think he looks at Lewis 
in terms of what Lewis stands for. Um, I think that grates. I think that grates him. No matter how how often he wants to say you don't care and it's just about the racing, um, you know, you got to look at who his family is and the comments they've been coming out with lately. Um, at Brazil, he, he's he's having a tough time. He, I think he, you know, you can you can sit there and say you're gonna you're only interested in the racing and kind of after it it's whatever, but I think Max already knows whatever he does on the track won't kind of correspond with what Lewis stands for. Um, and I think he struggles to deal with the fact that Lewis races very gentlemanly, I think probably too much at times. Um, I think that really just irritates him. With Charles, Charles is super aggressive, um, as you pointed out. Uh, Russell can be as well. And I think that he respects more. I don't think he respects the way Lewis races, which... Um, they're just different generations. So it, you knew the second you second he pulled up on the outsides, it, it's inevitable. Those two can't race wheel to wheel. So if they're battling next year, we're going to get more. Um, it's just a it's a brat. It's a bratish type of behaviour, um, which is a shame because you know there's much more that he could offer than than that. But yeah, yeah, very much so, uh, Lawrence. I actually agree. Um... To be honest, Max this year, I I have to admit, on on track, the guy is an absolute demon. Like, I can't, I don't know how many times I said it, but when he's got that Red Bull underneath him, and and it's you know set up perfectly, he's just he's 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 actually just too good. He's just too good on track. Um, but you can't hide the fact that sometimes, you know, he's just a bastard, and it was obvious what was going to happen there with Lewis and. Even we'll touch on it. What happened with Checo at the end? Like, it, it, you know what? He seems too calculated with what he does t- sometimes. It's like he knew that Lewis was going to there. He knew that you know what? I'm just going to take him out. And with Checo, again, he knew exactly what he was doing. He knew how to deal with the radio at the end as well. When they came on, asked him what he was doing. It was um, seemed very calculated. Regardless, I, I think though, it might. I, sorry, I think it might be an ego. So to speak on that, um, I think it might be an ego thing, though. But uh, Max, when it comes to Lewis, I think because. Lewis has been the top dog for so long. I think he wants to almost put out, not even a statement, almost like several statements against Lewis to say, look, I'm here to dethrone you. I'm, I'm the new top dog in town. And I think he does that by being overly aggressive in wheel-to-wheel battle against him compared to other drivers, to be fair, because I think he knows Lewis is more the gentlemanly sort of like figure in wheel-to-wheel, and he's not really going to try and like clock man and all stuff like that, to be fair. I think that's why, and I think obviously with these two controversial championships behind him. I think that only just fuels a, a bit more, to be honest with you. But, yeah, as I said, it doesn't make any sense why, you know, to race wheel-to-wheel with George, but Lewis, you're almost overly aggressive sort of thing, to be fair. And I think he's just going to keep doing that until as long as they both have competitive cars, really and truly, until Lewis leaves the sport, because I don't know who, like, who's really going to challenge him, apart from Lewis at this moment in time, really and truly. Unless you put George or Nando or Charles in a top car, like <laughs> mm, mm. yeah, who's who's really gonna be have the capabilities to like go toe to toe with him, really and truly, and like stick it on him? Do you get me? So it's just yeah, I think I think it's I think it's an ego thing. Maybe maybe it just doesn't like Lewis full stop and doesn't respect any of his records. So it's just one of them, isn't it? 
You, you know, at the end of the sprint, I think it was, correct me if I'm wrong. I think at the end of the sprint race, he turned around and said, "The Mercs this weekend will be unbeatable, uh, and they're too fast." And maybe I don't want to dive too deep into it, but maybe you saw what happened with Lewis getting the citizenship. You know, being in Brazil, he's a talk of the town. You know, he's Brazil's boy. He saw an opportunity there to potentially overtake him and actually go for the race win. And he probably just thought, I don't care. Whatever happens, happens. I've got the championship. The best result is I'm going to end up ahead of Lewis. The worst result is that, you know, I'm probably going to take both of us out and both of us are compromised. I've got the championship anyway. This doesn't mean that much to me. But again, I don't know what's going through the guy's head. Um, All I know is that, you know, he came out at the back of the grid after that. Uh, incident because his front wing was severely damaged and um yeah look him 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 and charles well charles yeah he you know he he had an incident with norris but both of them were able to sort of slice their way through the field um as the race progressed so yeah lawrence talk to me about interlagos um it is a good track for overtaking right and coming back through the field i know lewis has done it i think back in 2017 so yeah it is a good track in that sense right I mean, you know, you've got Silverstone, Spa, etc. But if you want a pure racers track, that's number one. Um, And I think there's one of the few tracks that I think they could probably test not having DRS. It's a bit too powerful in the main straight. I think on the second straight um, down the hill, fine. But I think the first one, I don't think you need it. I think that's the track where they should keep the sprint at. And that's a track where I think trial no DRS and see what happens uh, in a sprint race, for example. Um, it's got everything you need. I mean, if obviously it's never going to compare, but if you play it on a sim or something like it's, oh, it's just, yeah, it is to me, it is the best track. Um, we get the best races there. When we used to have title deciders there back in the day, obviously Lewis, Seb, etc. I don't think there's a track that can match that, personally. Yeah. Um, yeah, Max battled his way up and then come the second safety car restart. I think he was about seventh. I think he was about ninth, actually, um, on, on a new set of boots. And when you consider he fell to the back of the grid, he had a five-second penalty. Yeah, he probably just, just enjoyed coming through the field. Um, <coughs> Chris, <coughs> sorry. Had to cough there. Talk to you about Checo's race because you know once the moment Max goes out, you know we all know the Red Bull's quick. Um, a lot of us, <coughs> sorry, I've lost my voice. A lot of us, uh, including myself, were hoping that Red Bull could win to save me, uh, you know, the forfeit when it came to the bet. But Red Bull and Checo just didn't deliver, did they, yesterday? It's not a track with 90 degree corners. He's not going to do anything. He's, he's he's not that guy. He's never been that guy. I've said it from the first appearance on the pod. He's not that guy. Checo, like, yeah? Good, yeah, good midfield driver. Deserves to be on the grid. But he's, he's not number one. And he's like... He's just okay. Like he's just okay. It was fine last year when when um, Lewis's teammate was Bottas. It's been fine this year because Ferrari have been, been disastrous. But let's say next year when, if Mark are serious, 
and then you have Lewis and George next to next to Max. He's going to be caught lacking, and it's going to be a question mark. It's going to be one of those things where we're going to we're going to stop looking at this, looking at him a bit more seriously, especially with those allegations floating around from from the Dutch media. Yeah, after the fallout, like it's looking spooky for him. It's going to be looking spookier if he doesn't pick up. Because let's be honest, since the, the second half Red Bull domination, it's been max. It's only took a disaster class from Red Bull strategy that cost Max pole position at um, Singapore. That's given um, that's given Checo a chance of a race. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't expect much from him, and no one should. I I honestly think when, when Max is what he's on what over 150 points clear of Leclerc, I I, I still I still can't fathom why. Checo still battling for P2 in, in a car that is so, so quick. And when you consider Leclerc hasn't won since Austria, I mean, in that rocket ship, he should have had P2 wrapped up by now. Um, the thing is, yeah, if you look at the history of, of guys in top cars where they win like 10 more races, generally their teammates always number two, apart from Mark Webber, who's another bum. But like, mm-hmm. like, like let's be honest, him finishing first to Fernando Alonso twice is actually disgraceful. But like... yeah. Barry Keller, when Schumacher was smoking everyone, he finished P2. You know, Hamilton, when he smoked everyone in 2019 and 2020, Bottas was P2. Like, Ricardo Patrese with Nigel Mansell finished P2. Mm-hmm. So it happens. That, and, and you just think happens. in this car, it should. It, it really should. It like, should. And... You know, let, let's let's talk about it. Come the end of the race, you know, uh, well, the last few laps, um, as it is, Checo's tyres were cooked. He had mediums, Max had softs, and he was in a quicker car, and he was, you know, in a position to overtake Checo. And, you know, I think the agreement pre-race beforehand was if Max was in a position to help Checo for P2 in the championship, then, you know, it wasn't give beforehand. It, up. it was made up. That was made up on the fly. Okay, it was made up on the fly then. So it was made up on but, the fly. And they called basically what they did was they called Max to beat up Leclerc for it to beat up Leclerc for Checo's sake, and it didn't yeah. happen. Yeah, and because Max had to overtake Max. Max had to Max, who was in I think seventh at the time, had to overtake Perez, who was in sixth, overtake Le- Alonso, who was in four, fifth, yeah. and overtake Leclerc. So if Max had overtaken Perez, he had to overtake two more cars before he had taken points off Leclerc. So yeah, carry on. Yeah, so. That wasn't happening. And then when he when Perez asked for the position back, begging for the position back, he fell short. And you know, it it's something that him begging for the position in the sprint race was pitiful enough because you weren't even next to man. It wasn't like oh Max had damage and you're in DRS. You were like two seconds off. Like why are you begging for position when you're two seconds away? And then in the race, like I get. Max is a dickhead he, and he's a brat and, you know, we can't let that slide because, like, you won the championship. You can give up a position. I don't care about politics. Like, at least if, you know, if it's not a race win, you can give up the position. It's whatever. But he needs to, Jekyll needs to do more and be better. Yeah. Is so, a bum. That's what it is. Is a bum. Welcome. Kunle to the stream. Um, he's twerking so out here, twerking for two years, and what do you get back in return? Nothing. A little P. He couldn't even get a little P five, bro. 
see that man, yeah? First is cheating on his wife, then he's getting Damn. then he's getting bodied by his sponsors, <laughs> yeah. The, 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 these are the words of Kunle and Kunle's and all not the Bro, brand. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Kunle cook, man. Kunle cook. Bro, whatever, cook, whatever they whatever they said he did, he did that shit, bro. <laughs> Hey, you want a mark card? Don't blame her, fam. I ain't I do the bro. same thing. Nah, I mean, Billy to the game still. I get it. No, but no, yeah, it's Monaco, not Miami. The babes weren't there. Like these are <laughs> these are Kwame babes, not not my babes. Uh, look who... <laughs> <laughs> hey, it might be good Kwame <laughs> babes, you know. Shout out Becky still. Shout out Becky. Yeah. Shout out yeah. Becky and Hannah. Yeah, but Checo, man, he's been bumming it since he got to Red Bull. Like, the excuse the excuse initially was, oh, he's trying to get used to the car, the car's beautiful, Max, yada, yada, yada. But it's like, if if there's someone that's going to win the race, that's not Max. Look at, so let's, let's think about it, right? When it was Mercedes on top, even though Bottas was bumming it out, I can say it now, Bottas was bumming it out. <laughs> Now, even though they now I can say now I can say I'm not backing him no more. I'm not backing him. Even though Bottas was bumming it out, he wasn't like he wasn't getting beaten. He wasn't getting beaten by two other teams. But if there's anyone that's gonna be able to beat anybody, it's never Checo winning the race. It's always Max first, then maybe the Ferraris. And then there's a possibility that one of the Mercedes might even beat Red Bull. There's always that possibility because the, the Mercedes had like a good race car on a day where, you know, on a day when it's not like straightforward, Max, you know, that sort of a thing. Now, yesterday, firstly, how do you let them put your mediums when everybody in the race knew the mediums were trash? Like, how are you finishing the race on mediums? Time about, oh, no. We only I, got... I don't think he had a set Han- of Han- meters Han- off left. No, he, he had a spare. No, he had a spare extra one for the the race, and he did actually use them. They did. Yeah, no, but they like... used them already, though, didn't they? No, no. I mean, they used the mediums for the sprints to have an extra it... one for the race, extra soft. No, wait, no. Checker was on. No, Checker no, was on soft in the sprints. Checker was on soft in the sprints. He was on soft in the sprint. My, I, but oh, for sorry, for you saw Max. Sorry, sorry. It, it was only Max that had an extra set. Only, only Max had. But still, like I'm sure he had used soft that was like five laps old. Potentially, like, when, yeah. when Lewis and um George got on softs, they were on, they were not they were not fresh scrubs. They were like they were scrubbed. They were like six laps scrubs. Or something like exactly, that. yeah, yeah. Same thing with um science. Science too had like used scrubs, but like once that safety car came in, the most vulnerable person was always Chuckle. It was so obvious. But he even looked like Alonso. Alonso went past him, no? Yep, Alonso got past him. Hey, you can't be. I mean, you can't even like. I remember in the sprint, they were begging, they were saying, Oh, why did Max not let Perez pass? It wasn't even close, brother. It wasn't even close. It and it wouldn't, bruh, it was like way off. So, are you telling me, like, off, yeah. two years later, how many, wait, how many wins does Checo has this year? Two, two, three. Two, three, three. No, it's two. It's two. No, he had he had one at the start, and he had one very. Did he get Baku? Who won in Baku? Who won Baku? Max. Max, Max, won, Baku. Max won Baku. He right. was yeah. He was ahead in Baku. Yeah, yeah. So he got he's got it's... Monaco in Singapore. Yeah. Wait, I swear he won before Singapore though. 
Monaco. Did you know when Saudi or one of the earlier, like, he got Paul and He got Paul. Oh, now look, he's got two wins. And then your your teammate is like running off the championship. Like, he ran off your teammate, like, your teammate's got like the record for the most wins in the season, and you don't he even have the most. You don't even have the most. You don't, even have the, most, you don't even have the most P twos. That's that's how bad it is. I don't think he has the most podiums. I've not even I've not looked at it, but if I look at it, I'm sure he doesn't even have the most podiums out of everyone else. And you're Can out you here. You're out here fighting with the Monagas Maldonado for P two. Crazy dog. Hey, easy Kunle. <laughs> It's a, bit, it's, a bit, it's a sticky situation. Like the man don't even drive around in it can't he don't even drive around his own ends properly and you're fighting for P2 with him. Mm. Not can't drop us Louis Vuitton properly. Jeez. Yeah, that's not a uh, mad but, but, that's but, not my goat still. You know in quality, yeah, when the player was on medium, when it was on intermediates, yeah. Checo could even get past man on soft. Time. Yes, what I was. That was crazy. What is this guy doing? What's this guy on that? Like? Why hey. could you just overtake? Like, what are you talking about? Complaining that. about, point. Um, mm. about Charles's inter. Just overtake, man. Mm. Did you see? Now. Did you see what um, Helmut Marco came out and said? After that? <laughs> what did he say? He, was, he, he just come out. He's gone. We had a, we had a big problem. Uh, and he just got on to Perez about not being able to pass, and he was like, you know, Perez can kind of moan about him being there, but yeah, just overtake the guy and get on with it before you start crying about, yeah, I mean really and truly, like like, he could have gone past before before um, things before things lost the car apparently he had he had, P, he had um, sector one was the fastest, I don't give a fuck about a lap that wasn't completed you know what, like you know, in this section, we have, we have been, you know on, on Checo um, but what we saw today was like all oh, this sympathy, like everything he's done for Max and this, that, and the other. And we will come on to that on the back of Max's comments. But I still firmly believe that he should have secured P2 in the championship. When Max has got 15 race wins and you've got two, and then even in those race wins that Max has had, you've not even been close enough to secure that P2. Yeah, it is very worrying. And then and then you're pleading on the radio you know, to, to get given back the position so you can get Peter in the championship. And now you're level on points with Leclerc going into the final race. Yeah. Um, do, do Richard, you, know, you keep... You know you, you, yeah, go for it. Yeah, do you know what it is as well? It's that, um, obviously, check out the start of the season. He looks like he finally, you know, was able to match up to Max. And people are like, oh my God, yeah, maybe three-way title race and all that shit, yeah. But it's only because at the start of the season the car was more oversteady, which is what Checo likes. Um, mm-hmm. you know, Max plays a car that's more points to front ends, but even still, Max is still kind of like beating them here and there, really and truly. And of course, when the cars develop more and more, it's became more of a front end car, it's came more pointier, which is more suited to Max. That's not on papers, but obviously, when you want to develop a car, you want to make the car faster. Therefore, in that time, Checo's been unable to adapt and it's just basically went backwards. But there's no point in making a car built around your number two driver. I mean, you couldn't easily just concentrate on your number one driver, really, truly. So it's on Checo, as you said, Annie, that he's not score P2 because he's been able to use the cars are suited him that much, really, truly. And he's put on some really bad performances, stinking a joint yes. out, whether it be in quality, yes. whether it be in races. You know, as, as you said before, you couldn't get past Charles on the intermediates. Like, 
what the fuck's all that about? So, yeah, it's really interesting. It's just adaptability, and che- Checo ain't got it like that. And we know his one lap pace is, is awful anyway. So, boy, it's... You know what I mean? He, sh- he shouldn't be contender for P2. He should be secured already, but... Hey. Yeah, I mean, it was it, it was a bad Sunday for him. And to be honest, it was compounded come the last lap when Max refused to give back the position. Uh, so just a bit of background to this. At the safety car restart, um, you know, Max was on quicker tyres. He ended up behind Perez. He overtook Perez. Max, you know, was coming home P6. Uh, whether he finishes P6 or P7, you know, doesn't really make a difference. Um, and I think uh, the team said, look, you can get ahead of Checo, but... You- Probably got to give the position back before the end of the race. By the time they crossed the line, Max crossed the line, uh, and they came on the radio asking Max, you know, what happened. Um, and he basically refused to give the position, and he said, "You know my reasons why," um, which triggered so much over Twitter. Um, people were saying that, "Oh, Max done it because he remembered what Checo done in Monaco." People were bringing up all the times when Monaco, oh, not when Monaco, when Perez was, you know, supporting Max in. 2021 and even this year so yeah Chris man talk me talk me through that like well we know what Max is like um but yeah what, what did you make of those 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 comments and the exchanges after the race this is what happens when you make the deal with the devil bruv if you make a deal with the devil it's going to come to bite you in the bum bruv like mm-hmm. Max isn't this way Max is a phenomenal racing driver but he's not a good guy and everyone knows it like people like him for his racing driver and the fact that he's a he's a prat. So he's not a good guy. He's never pretended to be a good guy. Like, you know the ones where like we've had insane drivers in the past, like you know, the people they like to compare him to Michael, but we need to realize Michael might have been a terrorist on the track, but there's a good person in there. Max, there's no good person in there, bro. Charles pumps over mold, bro. How is your, how, how's your stepfather doing up racism? And then you just be like, boy, Kelly's nice though, still. <laughs> bro, he's not a good guy. He's not like, I don't know what Checo expected. He's been this you know, way from the jump. This is what I mean. The guy is just, you know what? Like, P6 or P7, it doesn't make a difference. You have the championship wrapped up. He went out of his way to do that. Now, now Lawrence, it's been cited in Dutch media or whatever that he remembers what happened in Monaco when Checo, in qualifying, deliberately binned it before they go into the tunnel. So, I don't know. From Max's point of view, do you do you think that's true? Do you think he's going to remember that far back when he's absolutely dominated the championship since? And if not, why 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 did Max do that? Why? No, I mean, one, no. Um, it's not like Max hasn't won in Monaco. He obviously won there the year before. And it, and if it is, it op- like, obviously, Crashgate happened. Like, it's a thing, yeah? So if if that's what it is, and he's drawing attention to Perez apparently crashing on purpose, what kind of can, can of worms is he opening for P6? Like, it's, I don't think it's got, I don't think it's nothing to do with that. Like, Richard pointed out his ego. It's just an ego trip. It's, he he obviously don't rate Perez at all, and that that's clear. And I think it's just don't ever ask me to to step aside for this this bump. 
you know, if if he obviously had confirmed P2 or whatever, you know what, I think even then he probably might have stepped out of the way just because he sees him, you know, with some level of respect. I think for Max, it's basically don't ever ask me to step aside for someone who is nowhere near, you know, even being in the same same league as him. Um, yeah, I, that's all it is. I think it's it's a it's that thing of don't ever compare. Don't ever he can't ever finish behind a teammate. I can't even recall when Max has finished behind him. Um, yeah, but the one the one thing I didn't get in all of that is why it's only taken until now for Perez to come out and go. You know, it shows what kind of guy he really is. Like. How has it taken until now to figure out who he is? Like because this guy, not, who... he's not Lawrence. He's not that guy. <laughs> he's like, not that, that guy. That's, that's the bit I don't get. Like the guys, one is supported, obviously certain racists. The guy who has opened up clearly and showed that his father, father was abusing him when he was a kid, um, obviously instigated some some racial abuse towards Lewis. I just think, how has it taken until now that he didn't give you P six to figure that out? Um, that was a bit I just found it was a bit comical um, but it's just an ego trip with him it's nothing to do with Monaco because then you're opening such a can of worms that they're cheating exactly yeah <laughs> it's just <sighs> Richard uh, um... I was going to say I have a theory why why because you know how um, Mahad says you know Checo chose podiums over unemployment you reckon he chose those um, checks, yeah, just to fund his dad's political career? Because there's no logical reason. You've been a Formula One driver for like nearly ten years. You got millions in the bank, bro. There's no reason you you, you have to fall down this low. Like it doesn't. Make, there's no logical sense, bro. Like, come on, man. Chris, Chris, you gotta remember, this guy was a paid driver, man. Yeah, he's no got Carlos Slim money behind him. No one wanted him though. Like, he needed to bring in money to get a drive. So he's not that guy, like, like, bro, unemployment over, bro. I don't give. A, look, look, Lawrence Stroll came in. Lawrence Stroll said, "You know what? I look at you. I look at my team. I look at my son. I don't want you here. Get the fuck, boy. Bye. No Casamigos for my amigos. Boy, bye. You're not wanted here." No Casamigos for the Casafricos, no? Mm-mm, mm-mm. Hey, that's the one title still. <laughs> oh, what was that? What was, what was the title? <laughs> I'm not telling you where I got it from. But yeah. <laughs> look, Paris, look, yeah, see. Paris, Paris chose this. He knew what he signed up for. He knew, was, he knew what he signed up for. You know, the minute he got into that Red Bull set, he knew he was going, he was always going to be the second driver. Regardless, even if look, Perez could be leading the race by 30 seconds. If Mark if Max is P2 and he needs to be P1 by the end of the race, they're gonna make the call, brother. If you're gonna halt your car on track or drive into the grass or go on go off track, Max needs to win. We don't give a fuck what happens to your race. We need Max to win. Look at um Abu Dhabi last year. I still say it. They picked that man. They ended his race so that Max could go through on purpose. Like it didn't need to. It, it, like they're just like you know what your job here is done. You've held up Lewis. Gracias. Going to the pits. Your race is done. You don't even need to be P three at the end of the season. You don't need nothing. 
We don't even care about constructors right now. Go. We just want Max to win. That's what it is. So that's I don't know. I don't. I, everyone expecting Checo to come out next year and be on on some Rosberg hype. Nah. You know what it's gonna be? Yeah. You know. You know that picture of like when they say when you're talking when when like your babe's talking on the phone and she has like the the lion emoji. Yeah. And, like, yeah, yeah. and she's like a lion. And then when you step up to her and she's like a little cat. You know, that's what it's going to be like. It's going to be like from lion to like a little house cat. Like, he ain't going to do nothing because he knows. He tries to make a move. Red Bull got like 20 drivers they can replace him with. Them man don't care about constructors. I promise you. They act like they do, but they don't care. Honor just wants to see Max be like the greatest driver ever. He tried to do... He wants, basically, he wants, he wants Max to do everything Seb done and more. So that at the end of it all, no one's going to say Seb was the prime Red Bull driver. It's going to be like Max replacing Seb as like the greatest Red Bull driver of all time. And Honor is going to go to sleep looking at the Max um, thing on the wall. You know, the Max poster. He's going to be looking at it, smiling and happy. That's just what it is. Anyone that supports Perez and thinks he's going to come back next year. Nah, you might not joke it. You know what it is? It's, it's literally as simple as that. Like, they don't care about P1 and P2 in the championship. Like, they've got P1. They've got the constructors. They've got the driver's title. Okay, fair enough. They've never, ever got P1 and P2 in the championship. Correct me if I'm wrong there, Chris. I know you would know, but I'm sure. No, Alonso used to P1 slap. Alonso used to slap one so, It's like P1 or P2. No, so, it's not, it's, so, be honest with you, I don't really think. It means that much to them. Fair enough, they may have said that to Max afterwards, our oh, team orders and this and that, but they ain't, they don't want to piss off Max. He's their golden boy. You know, he's the golden child. They're going to do whatever they can to make sure he's happy. Now, Richard, um, on that point, with Max sort of being the golden boy at Red Bull, um, Maxi Pad manager leaving with Horner and Marco. Um, I'm assuming that means. Should Max stay on with Red Bull? I don't know. We've got a question there from Mary. Uh, do you reckon that's what she means by that? Wait, so you're Max, 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 he had manager leaving with Horner and Marco. Does that basically mean that Jos Verstappen leaves? Should Jos Verstappen and Max continue at Red Bull? No, I think she's just saying, like, maybe they left the truck together, but like, they're in. Oh, like, that's, how, that's how close okay. they are. Like, Okay, well, yeah, that's my point exactly. He's a golden child. They're not going to upset him that much. You know, they're not going to want to piss Max off. And at the end of the day, you know, he he has the final say. Sorry? Maybe they call just to tell him off. He'd be like, we can't control him. I want to call your dad and be like, you know, get your dad to to tell him off. Like like, like the car in days, bro. Just leave him at petrol station for two minutes. What, well, like, um, like a shell or a Texaco? Nah, live in my airport, and take the private jet, live in my airport. Shit. Make him fly, com- make him fly, com- make him fly commercial. Chris, we've been discussing Checo. Um, final question on him because. I don't really want to talk about Ferrari, but we have to. Um, is he going to get P2 in the championship? It, that depends on Ferrari. 
it's not on him, it's, a, it's on Ferrari. If Ferrari yeah. want to do dumb stuff, then no. But if they want to be if if they want to be serious for once, I reckon Leclerc's got it. So we'll see, we'll see. Let's see. Let's see. We'll be interesting. Let's talk about the Ferrari boys. Mixed, mixed weekend for them, I'll be honest with you. Um it seemed like oh they done had a fantastic Sunday, but Hold on, Anik. Anik, what was mixed about it? I think the you fact put, that you put Leclerc on inters when everyone was yeah, so that's what I mean. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. It started off. It started off shocking. My mom was in front of ready. the. My mom was in front of the queue, looking at his mirrors, looking at the defender. I was like, yeah, yeah. I was, you know, you know, that's me, brother. <laughs> you know the ones he got go to tracking. He was wearing a tracksuit. Everyone's their suits and You're like, oh shit, oh shit. <laughs> but the palm angels are for no reason. Oh shit. Bro, man. So they, so they had an opportunity, you know, to really be up there. And they messed it up on Friday, um, and then when you consider Leclerc had a broken front wing coming together with Norris, which I thought was absolutely criminal on Norris. Like Leclerc was clearly ahead of him, and he oversteered into him. Leclerc recovery drive. That was you want to see a recovery drive, people. That is a recovery drive in Brazil. That Leclerc put it's, on. Um, it's better than the one he did in Canada, Anik. There we go. You have right? your recovery drive. Yeah. Well, it's, well. I mean, there you go. I mean, to be fair, Leclerc just beat himself, didn't he? I mean, he he done one of the best recovery drives in Canada, only to beat it yesterday. So, and that wasn't spoken about enough. You know, he started on the wrong side. No one gives a fuck. That's the wrong way. Battled his way. <laughs> I'm the only one speaking about it. Yeah, you you would all tell her your little stance. No. That's why. Anik, 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 listen. Anik, and he listen. ended up P4. Anik, listen. listen. So, I can't believe... What a on, sorry, Charles. just to tap in real quick. I, I can't believe I'm saying this. I think Alonso's might have been a bit better, but carry on. Sorry, Conley. Alonso had a better recovery drive. He did, but he started... Uh, I'm, not, he I'm team Charles very, I can't uh, do it. I can't do it. I can't I, give I Alonso mean, credit. No, he no, did no, get no. lucky with safety uh, car as well. Both my ops, what you want to do, Chris? Fucking I mean, hell. Both of my ops still, but... One of them dressed for a Ferrari, so that's bigger up. Mm. I mean, but yeah, Anik, wait, let's 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 speak about Leclerc and Carlos Sainz, I know, and the institution that is Ferrari. Actually, no, wait, wait, um, wait, Kune, Kune. one question quickly, yeah. I know that a lot of the McLaren fans and the Lando fans were getting onto George for terrorism. Can you explain Lando's actions on Sunday to Leclerc, please? Uh, it happens, and you? you get one of and, that. And I had you in the comments. You explain. You that get one. Well. You get. It gets one of that season, like. You know, mm. and, then he, and then he, he DNF for good measure as well. He got his penalty. So, bro, Lando and was he, driving on a bad foot. He was not feeling well. You know, it is what it is. Get, tell me gets, off, bro. When I'm sick, I don't come into work. No, bro, that's, if that's I die, they'll place me the next day, bro. They're gonna place the you the next day. Bro, that's the dog in him, bro. That's the dog in him. Look, that's the dog in him. He, what that's do you mean? The, dog he, you know what? He's he's about to become next year the driver with the most amount of points without a race win. Imagine that. Imagine that. And then he's done up that terrorism. The worst immune system, bro. Yeah, exactly. He's always ill. Get some paracetamol or something. Actually, no, that's harsh. That's harsh. Wow. I apologize. That's harsh. If Lando sees this, he's going to take you on the kneecap, bro. Don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) I've got a walking stick as it is. Coming from the guy guy that dropped down the stairs, you're talking a lot of smack. (laughs) You don't even drive I got a voice and I got access to the keyboard. That's all that matters. Okay. <laughs> but no, okay. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't mean that comment. It was just. 
it, it was said in haste because of what you can't, can't even drive you can't even drive a golf car right now Anik. why you're talking too much bro bro i'm it's, bro, i'm hobbling along yeah i'm hobbling around like a anyways back to the ferrari back to the ferrari boys um Anik, at the start of the season no actually not at the start of the season i recall a certain um a certain radio on the pit last year that said um don't worry Next year we're gonna have fun. Yeah, you know, you, at the start of the year it was meant to be a two horse race. I mean, with the prancing horses, right? Um, can you explain to the listeners and to the lovely people like that will be listening tomorrow and the ones currently watching right now why Ferrari would be finishing third, not first, not second, third. but third, in a two horse race? You know, like, can you explain? Tottenham in fifteen sixteen. I mean, mm. it's going to be, they will mm. not be finishing third. I, I promise you that. Like, there's no way Mercedes is going to swing that amount of points on Ferrari next weekend. It's Abu Dhabi. Oh. It's where Ferrari world is. You know, you know, we've we got a lot riding on it. Yeah. What's, what's, Basically, what's, um, wait, is that not and, the same? Wait, hold on, hold on. Is that not the same track that, um, a certain Spanish driver couldn't get past Petrov? Yeah. And the championship is, decider. Mm. Yeah, I was just driving is, off the track, bro. That is, that is, yeah. corners, so you, bro. so you've been catching L's in Ferrari Ward for a few years now. You think it? I feel I'm not. Like... I'm not been a Ferrari fan for that long. I'll be honest with you. So where you? It's one of those. You... Anyway, oh, what, Kunle, we what said team were you? What team? What team were you supporting that that year? What in what in 2010? Yeah. What team you supporting Ferrari? Back Check your list, bro. Text your list. Was it McLaren? Was it Renault? Was it Ferrari? Who knows? Must be Listen, at the end of the day, F1 is the ultimate winner. I love racing. That's all that matters. And I love overtaking. Mm, yeah. About it. Yeah, yeah but it. Ferrari are trash. And you know what? It was fun this year, Ferrari. It was beautiful. It was fun. But we just came up against an illegal car. That's what it is. We're going to end up P2. It is can you read off your Ferrari results since the end of, um, you know, since the technical directive came out? What's, what's been Ferrari results? Yeah, it's been Red Bull wins and a Mercedes win. Yeah, yeah, and you've not won but the race since then. You've not won a race since the time. I'm the host, by the way. What? Don't do that. You can't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> that is my show. This guy got a confidence. He wasn't even supposed to be on the stream today. You know, you know, I wouldn't miss out on a Ferrari slander, man. Come on. Um, I live for it. I live for it. You know. Um, oh, so technical directive comes out. And your team goes from like you know you guys keep going backwards. Mm-hmm. Um, we, um, you know, I test conspiracy theorist. I would say you guys had the illegal car all year long, and technical directive kind of fucked you guys up. What do okay. you say to that? I well, we didn't exceed the budget cap, definitely. So Bro, we're talking we, about technical we, directive. We we're talking about budget. We didn't have an, we, we, no, no, we, we, we didn't have an illegal car either because if i can see somewhere that we had an illegal car i'll put my hands up and say we had an, an illegal car well like you admitted you, you know guys... what? Oh, so Sorry? why why so why does the why did the technical directive hurt you more than it hot red bull not really i mean if you look at uh you know our results since the technical directive what it um, came so in when and... one second one second let me let me let me pull it up i'm looking at the f1 website right now um let me look at your team your drivers actually when did Please technical result? Up. When did technical result come out? It, it, it came. Listen, just what was the first race after technical result? It came out, it came out in, in Belgium. In Belgium, 
Belgium. And ever since, and ever since Belgium, okay, from Netherlands to USA, we've Charles Leclerc. Netherlands, Netherlands, Charles Leclerc. Wait, Annick, listen. Um, you know, it's your whole, it's your show, but you know, I'm just gonna reel off the results. Netherlands third, Italy your home race. You couldn't even win your home race. Second, Singapore second, Japan third, United States third, Mexico sixth, and Brazil fourth. Um. Why have I not been seeing those P ones? You know what? It, it's if you look at our aggregate points total across that mm-hmm. time, we've actually put together a good string of podiums and a good string of points because podiums, eh? because Wait. because because hold on. Prior to that, Leclerc was mm-hmm. not DNFing. Yeah, we were mm-hmm. DNFing prior to that. Yeah, and that's what was costing um, us big time. Prior, prior so now, that, so now, so now. Prior to that, you had two. Up, you had two DNFs prior to that. Okay, yeah, three DMs. Yeah, yeah. How many of those? How many of those were Leclerc's so, own fault? It does. It it it, it doesn't matter. Mm. Oh, we, put blah, together, blah, 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 we, we put together consistency, mm. and we've and we've been consistently delivering since the technical directive. So if anything, it's made our car more reliable, couldn't they? I mean, so the you last, can say what I you do, want. I do recall, and when you recall, want, I do yeah. recall a TikTok video from Pit Stop Trackers. You know, shout out Pit Stop Trackers, that has a fail comp for Leclerc, and it includes him just going off on his own. No one behind him, no one in front of him. He's just going off track. How can I um, be? How can I be homophobic? My bitches. But you know, you know, Anik, you know that too, right? So, so, yeah. so listen, listen, Anik, I'm, Anik. I'm really not with it. I'm really not with it with music. I just found out about um, <laughs> Last Lost the other day. That's a good song, by the way. Wow. I heard it. I heard it on the radio. I heard it on, I heard it on the radio. And I've just had it repeat on Apple Music for about two weeks straight. Well, Anyways, um, Anik, I do recall yeah. we have a bet. If Mercedes finish ahead of Ferrari, you're donating hundred pounds to a charity of my choice. I am down already. There's a cost of living crisis. I, I do not give a. F- I don't. You can call your cousin. You can call your cousin. It's the prime minister. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Head <laughs> But yeah, call your cousin. He's the PM. That's that yeah. should be the podcast. Ferrari, Ferrari, I'm modded. I love it. You know, I cannot wait till your old institution rest in peace. And next year, you're going to be finishing P4 again because McLaren are going to be back up, and you're going to be trash. That's what, well, that's I, what think, I say. I, I mean, I think if you look at the trend, you know, we came P3 last year. We P2 this year. Oh, P2 this year. You're gonna, you're gonna be P3 this year. Who knows? Who knows? You're gonna be, you're gonna, you're like, gonna be P3 so, this year. I love how this pit stop fracker podcast the penultimate uh, one uh, of the year has ended up in absolute chaos because it was only supposed to be me and chris yeah by the way it's only supposed to be me and chris on this podcast we we had lawrence jumping at the 11th hour big up lawrence and then richard all of a sudden was backstage and he thought you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna hang around for this pod kunle's arrived now my hat's on the scene and we got champagne nam backstage um Oh, don't bring him on. Oh, God. You're just going to start going on about France and shit. Oh, Champagne! <laughs> <laughs> to the live stream, man. Bonjour, bonjour, ça va? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oui, 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 oui. Oh, Lord. Hey, hey, hey Anik, 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 where's my champagne? Well, your champagne, you're getting carver. Mahad, how are you? I'm not, I'm not getting I'm not getting no cover, bro. You, you know what I'm getting, bro. I'm not saying anything because I just want Anik to look at the profile picture. Yeah, I know. <laughs> look at that profile. Mahad, so for the people who join the live well, audio listeners, Mahad's joined the live stream with a picture of what is that? Just like red and 
that would be a fair. That would be a, that would be a, that would be a fair. I don't, I don't know what that's trying to say. Russell Russell trying have to been do, in, so. the, in the on the airplane strip of Paul Ricard, bro. Oh. You can't even mm-hmm. been in Paul Ricard or Tim Racing. Lawrence, can you confirm? Okay. Have you been in Paul Ricard or Tim Racing? Bro, bro, no way. <laughs> hey, it's confirmed. <laughs> this guy makes the super GT. It's right. confirmed. Boy, scary house for your boy, on it. I know right. this aggravate points thing, yeah. You sound like an Arsenal fan, you know, when you do the tables from like February <laughs> to like calendar year. The calendar year yeah. table, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Look at talk about this. That's what you sound like aggregate points. You don't start at it. Come on, bro. But second half of the season. Second half of the season, we're top, but I'll just say that on something. Uh... Um, I mean, um yeah, I think it I think it was a mixed bag for Ferrari. Um science done well in the sprint race, he done well in the race, he showed good pace. Leclerc, great drive to battle his way through the field done loads of pit stops and I think the safety car helped us we just gotta do the um, best we can can I ask weekend. a question Anik? can I ask a Go question it. why is Charles Leclerc asking to swap positions with somebody else on the podium please crazy dog mm. you know what if you don't buy why doesn't he, he, why does he just simply overtake him if he's the faster driver mm. like mm. a lie mm. wait I, think, I, I, I remember I think I remember what the pe- the radio said um think of it every championship point think of the championship point bruh why shamelessness? Uh, Kunle, you you did look like a disservice because you said that way more feminine than you're supposed to. You know what I mean? But why is he begging for team orders to finish second in the championship? Who cares about second in the championship? Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I know you lied them times. Who wants? Who came second in 1974? Tell me. Oh, no. Nobody, no, nobody cares. Oh, no. no one cares. No one cares. No, no one cares. I, I agree mm. with you, man. No, no one cares. But look, it's a long shot, isn't it? He won, he won the podium. If he was going to get it, he was going to get it. He, he didn't get it. And you know what? He didn't have a quick enough car to overtake science because his tyres were on for so much longer than science. So he was never going to get him. Don't, don't let anyway. me fact check that. Please fact check it. Please, please fact. Leclerc had those tyres on for a the while. Last, the, last, the, the last race, he was, he was talking waffle about uh, engines and being faster in the straight and that, and then I check the telemetry and that. I've got access to the data, bro. Please, Mahad, you weren't even supposed to be on the pod. We can quite easily put you backstage, but I'll let you be. And it answer the be. question. Okay. But why was it talk to me? <laughs> talk to me about uh, Daniel Ricardo. What happened with Danny Rick yesterday? I mean, come on, what the hell was that? Um, he decided he decided to dive bomb. Was it K Mag? And then he tried to make up for his error and he ended up going into him. That was absolutely that was absolutely crazy from Danny Rick, man. Um Danny Rick will no longer be in the sport after next week. This time next week, when we're sitting here, he will no longer be in the sport. So and I think that's maybe a reason why, because he tried to do up dive bomb against K Mag, who's gonna close the door anyway. He misjudged mm-hmm. it. Cost us points once again, even though he don't get us points in the first place. Uh, and it's well and truly just sealed Alpine's fourth place in the championship. So, yeah, good riddance. Uh, I don't know what, what reserve drive he's going to do next year. I don't know what hasn't, he got, hasn't he got a job at OKX? I heard he's selling Australian chef knives on um, QVC next year. Yeah, he's, he's, he's selling. He's selling, cri- he's selling crypto, isn't he? 
That's a bad thought, game thought, right now. You have to <laughs> sell. You have to sell them the chef knives, bro. I thought you get a job at Optus though. Optus, why? Bro, this this ain't the job center. We're not gonna find them a job. Regardless. Regardless, Regardless, he's no longer a McLaren stupid. driver. And look, it's just testament to Lando Norris. He's just been doing a one-man job fighting yeah. for P4 in the championship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. On his once. Double again. DNF for McLaren, though. Um, Double DNF for McLaren. Everybody watch McLaren Fan TV tomorrow. Ten minutes. Make sure you tune in. Yeah. I'm going to be on that to, to speak on Danny Ricciardo. Right, say no more. Woo! Yeah, so yeah. Make sure you tune to that as well. McLaren flying the flag. McLaren... Um, McLaren, Mahad flying the flag for McLaren. Could I join you, Mahad? Anik, Anik, when are you going to be a McLaren fan again? Twenty twenty six. Oh no, oh, no, no, you can't do that. Can't do that. Can't do that. I, 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 I heard you're transferring to Williams. I transferring to Williams. You're not supporting Williams with Damon Hill. No, no, no. I'm not that old. Bro, you're old. You're you're them. Them. Yeah, he was. Yeah, you were. You're small. 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 You're You're small. 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 You're his I voice. heard Annex trying to get Andretti in so he can get he can follow them. I heard he's part no, of the negotiation no. team. No, no, but when Audi come um, in, be careful. Annex, Annex. Yes, um, yes, no, so... yes, come out, come Audi, Audi. No, no, yes, no, no. no st- tell him to stay away from Audi. Fuck that's, Audi. A, that's, that's a prestigious car company. You can't be going and messing up them, their, their things like that. They're too new for him to Listen, be. Listen, the Annex curse, the Annex curse is real, isn't it? You know, like you guys know about the Annex curse. Yeah, yeah. Uh, ask, ask Buffalo Bills. Let's get, let's be honest. Hey, now switch off your Sky Q, man. Come on, man. What's going on? Um, I can hear your TV. Uh, <laughs> so, I'm at work, bro. Look, that's how much de- that's how dedicated I am to this, bro. I'm at work, man. You're watching. You're watching Sky hey. Q at work. No, no, I'm not. Damn. Hey, that tells you can't pay for itself, boy. Rise and ground. You get me? Stop giving them, man, your money. Um. Anik, I just, just, I've just got a couple of questions for you. How was your experience as a Ferrari fan this year? Was it better than your experience as a Mercedes fan? <laughs> last year? <laughs> How was the transfer? <laughs> oh, man. It's been tough. Gracias, ragazzi. Oh, it's been fun, though. It's been fun. Has it been yeah. fun though? Was it a step up? This is a sideways. This was a sideways. Nice. It's a step down, bro. Because I celebrated. I celebrated race wins. Not, not no flash. You celebrated forest yeah. wins. Yeah. Look, not in the forest. Uh, celebrated wins this season. Doesn't mean that you should go there. No, man. This is a heritage hey, team. Who, who the most amount so of championships. Most <laughs> amount of constructors. Come, it's a heritage team. We're back next year, and we fought and we fought against an, an illegal car. You know, mm, we're, 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 we're trying to car. save face. We're trying to save face for the 2022 season. You know, Red Bull running away with it. We're here showing face, tight, trying tight to do con- something. You want tight contenders 2022 in it? Well done, congratulations. Put the pressure on FC. We'll make yeah. some luck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hold on, and um, hold on, and what about Mercedes? What do they do? Whole oh, yeah. 
Oh yeah, the next I don't, race I don't know. Track, I don't know. Oh, the tracks too bumpy. It's a street circuit. Do, I don't. Do, 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 I don't like. know what they did this season. All I know is that I want some champagne. <laughs> Carver. <laughs> Wait, I'm telling you now. Yeah, next week if I don't see a moe on that table, goons. That's all I'm saying, goons, bro. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Carver. Are, are they gonna take both of Alex sneak up, sure? Alex James. <laughs> I've got my walking That's stick. That's why Please. he's got the walking stick because he put hundred grand on Charles winning the championship. And then he <laughs> <laughs> That's what's happening. Guys, don't gamble. Gamble responsibly. <laughs> gamble responsibly. No one to stop. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I, no, do you know what? He, he pretends like he's back in Charles and stuff. Guys, we have a little uh, predictor thing going on. Uh, amongst the cast across the year and I'm in charge of it and I get everybody's predictions for the races and stuff, yeah? This guy barely says Charles is going to win the race. I think he said <laughs> Charles is going to win the race once. <laughs> I'm That's exposing him. Oh, That's Lord. Hey, please, please. He's been betting on Max the whole time. You've made Alec, a lot of money Alec, this year. Alex, seeing as we're all here... So I've actually made a lot of money on uh, F1 this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, now go on mute. We don't want to hear your Sky Q, man. It's stop Now you've got to go, man. People are trying to listen to this audio, man. Go. Yeah, so, I'm gonna Anik. go. I'm gonna go. All I'm gonna say is, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say is, and if you got the link, you know which champagne that you need to get me. The, the fans are waiting, they need to see it. You need to see yeah, it. I need yeah, to yeah, spray some it. of that. All right, cool. Yeah, they'll see it. Yeah? Oh, I'm gonna mess it up. I'm gonna mess it up. I'm gonna mess right, up. I might do, I might do the Lando thing and everything. See you later, guys. Peace. No, um, Anik, Anik, speaking of um, speaking of you this season, um, you know, people that listen, people that follow us on Twitter, there's mm-hmm. a popular hashtag. Where's Anik? And you seem you've seemed to like avoid a couple dates, you know, couple podcasts, couple couple messages, and you know, on certain weekends we don't even hear from you. We just see a location. Um, I've can been, you? I've been about. Look, listen, Wait, seven I, of my what, friends. Anik, Anik, Anik. Can I finish? Mom thinks she's Dave and being a boy. Yeah, bruh, I don't. I don't know. You're trying to do a wall tour, like you're not whisked, bro. Relax. So, Anik, can you explain to the people why do you seem to like go away on the weekends where Ferrari have a howler or Charles has a howler, but you seem to be actively. What, what? Wait, wait, Colin, can I add to this? Yeah. My description, my picture for anybody that's listening or watching is Charles Leclerc in France in the war. And was you like in Portugal? I saw you dropped some random location when this happened. You wasn't not in the UK. Right, I'm you, a culture guy. Like out of the country. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm a culture guy. I'm a co- I'm I'm about. I'm always on the move. You know, I was I was unfortunately at the hospital yesterday and you guys were coming for me. I told you just give me a little bit of sympathy. I've had seven weddings this year. Seven weddings this year. Interesting. That I've had to go to. And you know, they fall on the weekend. So it just it just happens like that. I can't choose my friendship circle. You ma- you got married things, seven, you got married seven times to avoid no, I didn't get I went on <laughs> shit crazy yo. Crazy boy. Uh, I've, I've had to go Boy. to weddings. Isn't it? I've had to go to weddings. So. It is what so, it is. I've got a follow up question. I've got a follow up question, Anik. Kunle, um, please. This is my podcast. You keep asking Anik, questions Anik, about I've me. Got a we want to question. find out about the race. No, no yeah, Brazil this is about. It's, it's, I mean, the, it's not the season, an Anik review. The season's over. Max has won. Ferrari's going to finish P three. Leclerc will finish P three. You know, let's just do a, like. This is not a season review, but I've got a question again. Like, you know, 
You bro, seem, send, you seem, bro, send it in as a listener question. We'll ask you. Seem, you seem, time, no, yeah? I'm here right now, right? You seem to have Lewis. I'll drop you from the stream, I'll be honest with you. you keep oh, asking too many questions. <laughs> Anik, why this? Anik, why that? Anik, why this? It's not an Anik podcast. I can create my own content if I want. You this can. About do it then. It's about Brazil growing Do it then. Do it if you're bad. I will do it. This is about the Brazil Grand Prix review. And you're asking me where I have been the whole year. We'll do that. Nobody wants Jordan Henderson content, bro. We, listen, what are you we, talking about? We've got the whole off-season to talk about me. Oh, okay. All right, okay. Let's Speak, talk about Brazil. Speaking, yeah? of Brazil. speaking of Brazil, you still didn't answer the question. Why was Leclerc begging for P3? It was, if you don't buy a ticket, you don't win the raffle. Simple as. He thought he, if he could get it, he could get it. No, if he didn't, then he didn't. Just, but regardless, but regardless he, he, didn't, you, he didn't have the tyres to overtake on the, on the racetrack. That's the way... That's the way I see it. Um, FIA had an absolute howler with their whole unlapping, lapping system again. Um, Chris, what was going on there? Because we saw the safety car restart. Yuki was like in the sandwich between, what was it? Science and Alonso? No, Science and Perez. Um because he wasn't told to unlap himself. And obviously, it's an automatic system. Originally, I was like, why isn't Yuki unlapping himself? But it did say on the screen that, oh, yeah, only two cars. And I think there's a two Williams should be able to unlap themselves. So what's going on there? Like, it's been like a catalogue of errors now since the start of the year. of All these things that they're trying to address from 2021 that they're not addressing. So the fact with this 50% races, you know, all of this stuff going on. So... Yeah, that was a howler, wasn't it? Basically, <clears throat> the, after Abu Dhabi, they have a software set up to get everyone to unlap themselves. And they sent a message saying Albon and Latifi could unlap themselves, but Sinoda, who was in between them, didn't get the message. And then he didn't go out of his way to unlap himself because obviously that's dangerous. You don't do things like that, you know. And basically, he started unlapping himself once he, like, they clocked it, it was a bit late. Then they were just like, no, stop. You're not unlapping yourself. You just have to hold that and be a lap down when everyone else is on the lead lap again. It's a one big farce. Like, no one in the FA have common sense. To quote um, a terrible man, Flavio Buratore, we have a bunch of amateurs running, running our sport right now. And it's really shameful because, physic, I'm not a Yuki fan. I'm out here, you know, doing agenda against Yuki Hive. But to do that to him is like, it's not fair. And it's like, it is a bit like they're bullying, bullying that kid. And it's like, yeah. I think Lawrence has something to put on it as well. Yeah, it's just, it's just, um, they definitely, I mean, they definitely bullied him a bit because to be honest, they could have held it one more lap and he'd gone back around. But there's, with that track specifically, Obviously, the pit lane is really long and actually the pit exit. So he came in and the safety car line is just before the pit entry. And obviously, the pit entry has a little chicane on it anyway. So he went in um, and basically the safety car trail, when he's come in, he's still on, he's, he's lapped, he's a lap down. But where, by the time he's come out of the pits, he's now on the lead lap, but he's still in the queue. So he, in theory, he's still on the lead lap. He couldn't, he had technically unlapped himself in the pits. Yeah. Um, so there's like, yeah, it's like a technical thing with that track specifically. So obviously, when by the time he's come out, that's why he's had to sit back and let everyone go. But I mean, yeah, they pretty much bullied him into saying, "You shall not pass." Um, 
and he's obviously just had to go straight to the back of the queue. But it's just that track in particular has got obviously yeah, it's just a pit lane. So I mean, yeah, obviously they're still not learning from what happened. But I would cut them a little bit of slack just just for that. Yeah, I think the whole reason, I think because of pit doing the safety car, I think that's sort of um I think that sort of messed it up. Like it messed up like where it was. Maybe like I think he pit then he unlapped himself or something within that range. And then because like I was I remember when they said um on lapped lapped cars could go by and I was like, wait, where's Yuki? But I think probably because he had pit, the software probably didn't pick him up that he wasn't on the lead lap. So, you know, that just um yeah, FIA is still a farce. I, I think in that situation, all they had to do, though, while obviously they were going around before safety car comes in, is just say, pop to the back. Just let the cars pass and drop before they go, obviously, when it when they go green flag, because that was so dangerous. You just sit hanging there on the straight, doing two miles an hour, when they could just do that a lap before. It's just, yeah. I, I think it's just another example of the way in which they're trying to bring in these new directions from last year Abu Dhabi unlapping themselves 50% uh, sorry 50% points being awarded after two laps or whatever it just still needs a little bit of refinement um, yeah Lawrence have you got like a ticking time bomb in your uh, where you are because whenever you come on mute it sounds like you know you got like a little ticker there so I guess on that note we're going to evacuate and finish up the pod there it's the Brazil race review if you haven't already, please make sure you follow us at pitstopfracker on Twitter. Uh, follow the link in the YouTube description uh, and the audio description for any merchandise um, coming towards the end of the year. So I'm sure you could pick up a good deal. Make sure you use our Fanatics link. Um, what else is there? Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. And uh, yeah, please make sure you leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. A review goes a long way to helping us out with the algorithm. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, final pod of the year. We've got a special one in store for you. So, yeah, please um, stay safe. Look after yourself. And, uh, yeah, until next week. Oh, to all the George Russell haters, hold that. Hold that. For the race winner. Oh, there you go. I love this game. We'll wrap, up. we'll wrap it up with those comments from Chris. Peace. Peace. Peace out. Sports Social Podcast Network.